Hi everyone, this is Deborah Marie Rodriguez and welcome back to Deborah Marie Rodriguez podcast. So we are going into part two of the Harlot's Tale and in this, this is going to be part two, Bargained for Gain. All right, so this is the Harlot's Tale part two, Bargain for Gain. So in this section, I'm going to talk about basically my experiences with being sold, you know, different ways that I was kind of like how it started off how i was kind of groomed um and coerced in certain situations when it came to um you know all this type of stuff so i'm going to really get into that the first part i talked about you know my upbringing um that's princess of a pimp i talked about my upbringing and all of that stuff and now i'm going to be talking about just basically how it felt to know that you uh that you came from this type of lifestyle and how this actually affected me and my self-esteem, my choice in relationships, and all of that other stuff. So I'm going to really be getting into that in this specific section um, when it comes to just a person who has experienced sexual abuse, you know, or just living with a, living with a passive exploitation and what that does to you. Um, as a as an adult and as a you know a woman who is you know looking for looking to be in a actual monogamous relationship with men you know so that's something that's very important when it comes to relationships especially being in a relationship uh, you know with a man or marriage with a man when it comes to you know you being going through those things as a child and being exploited in that way so that's what i'm going to be talking about in this in this second uh basically this part two um i also wanted to talk about how a lot of the music that i write is very prophetic um when it comes to my my music also shout out to india i want to give india a shout out uh (laughs) <laughs> because you guys are definitely streaming my music mugshots uh, is actually available on uh, it's a hindi and Indi- uh, indian kind of a, a radio station so i just found that out so shout out to india i also want to give a shout out to my new uh my new listeners we have um listeners now from germany we have listeners now from Kenya, so shout out to you guys. Shout out to all everyone from all over the world uh, because you guys are here listening. So I really want to say thank you for your... I'm glad my podcasts are uh, helping you guys. And thank you for sharing all of the podcasts and everything because it's really allowing people to be able to listen to it. So um, it's not about having a, the biggest platform. It's not about having, you know, the biggest or whatever. It's just about being able to reach people and uh, being able to help people. So... Shout out to you guys for that. I, I definitely really appreciate that. So, um, the Bible verse we're going to be looking at today, we're looking at Hosea chapter 3, okay? And so, what we're going to be looking at today is this, for the second uh, Bible verse, um, basically, let's look at, let's, if, you got your, if you have your Bibles, if you guys have your Bibles with you, you can go ahead and pull those out. You know, we can kind of read along. I would ju- I would definitely suggest you read the book of Hosea. And let's say if you have an issue with kind of reading it, you can go to the front of the book. You There's a New Testament. You can actually, you might not know the books by heart, so you can actually go to the New Testament and actually flip through. And it'll show you like 
the books and the page numbers it'll show you like those page numbers in order so you can go ahead and do that and find those page numbers in order okay um and basically what i do in my podcast i kind of stick to like a specific verse or a specific chapter so we're going to be looking at hosea chapter three and so we're going to look through basically uh, chapter three through uh you know chapter three verse one through five all right um and so this is what this is what i want to uh i'm gonna go ahead and read because i'm reading it through the whole the whole uh you know series so basically chapter three it says then said the lord unto me this is the king james version so let me see if i can uh change it to something that might be a little bit um maybe a little bit um a little bit easier for let's see the new international version let's see this version okay hold on okay so I'm gonna read the new international version alright let's see yeah so this is what he's saying he's saying look He's saying Hosea's reconciliation with his wife. Okay. So this is the part where Hosea is, this is, let me tell you what's going on. So I, I was explaining in, I was explaining in chapter one, not chapter one. I was explaining in uh, part one, how God was trying to love me and God was trying to love me and I kept running away from him, you know, like I kept giving him problems. He, he would try to come back to me and I kept giving him problems because, you know, I didn't really, I wasn't used to that. I wasn't used to that type of love in this situation. This is a, this is a situation where, um, basically Hosea, you gotta read, you guys gotta read the whole book, but what's going on is he's reconciling. He's, he's, uh, basically making up with his wife. All right. It says chapter three, the Lord said to me, go show your, go show, show love to your wife again, though she is loved by other, another man and is an adulteress. Love her as the Lord loved the Israelites, though they turn to other, the other gods and love the sake, the sacred raisin cakes. All right. So that's what that's, this is a new international version. Let me go back to the King James version. Okay, and I really want y'all to read it because in the King John Version says, it says, this is the one I read. It says, then said to the Lord to me, go yet love a woman beloved of her friend, yet an adulteress, according to the love of the Lord toward the children of Israel who look to other gods and love flagons flagons of wine. So y'all might not understand it. It's very, you know, it's very like, it's a different interpretation. So the Bible is written in all these different interpretations because, um, of all of this different you know everybody can't understand it so look the king james version new king james version okay says then the lord said to me go again love a woman who is loved by a lover and is committing adultery so let's let's read the new king james version i usually read the king james version but we can read the new king james version so he says then then the lord said to me go again go again love a woman who is loved by a lover and is committing adultery 
Okay, just like the love of the Lord for the children of Israel who look to other gods and love the raisin cakes of the pagans. This is a perfect interpretation. The New King James Version gives the perfect interpretation of, of, of what we're talking about. So he's saying, love a prostitute. Love, go love this person and that is committing adultery just like the love of the Lord for I just like I love the children of Israel that are that are basically cheating on me and eating and basically love raisin cakes with the pagans so they're cheating on me with the pagans you know what I mean they're doing what the pagans do they're living the lifestyle of the pagans they're doing all this stuff they're you know doing all these uh, rituals they're doing all these different things the world do and they don't they they're turning their back from me so go love them so I can show them you know what I mean? So I can show them. So let me finish. All right, so it says, so I bought her for myself. Listen, this is important. Keep in mind, she was a prostitute. So she was, she was a prostitute. But I speak about, in my story, I speak about how spiritually I was a, you know, I was a harlot. I was being sold and I was in this, this situation, you know, and all this different type of stuff. So he, he, he got her for himself. So keep in mind, imagine you being sold around by another man or sold around and a bunch of men are watching you and looking at you and you, you don't even know, you might not even know you're being sold, but you're being sold, all right? People are selling you, they're watching you. But this man, God said, go go buy her. Go, go, you go buy her. You go love her. So it says, so I bought her. He bought her for himself, okay? For, for 15 shekels of silver and one of the one... Uh, one and one half homers of barley. And I said to her, you shall stay with me many days, okay? You shall not play the harlot, nor shall you have a man. So too will I be toward you. So he just said, I'm gonna marry you. Basically, I'm gonna be with you. You're not gonna go have sex with no other men no more. <laughs> you're not about to do that. I'm gonna stay with you and you're gonna stay with me. We're gonna, I'm, I'm, cause keep in mind this woman, was going out and having a, a, affairs. Keep in mind, having sex, casual sex with other men that you ain't married, it's the same thing. This is what I'm talking about. When me slipping out, <laughs> I ain't married to this guy. I'm just having sex with him because whatever. You know, it's the same thing. So this man said, we gonna stop this. <laughs> you know, we gonna stop this. I'm gonna I'm come, I'm gonna be with you. I'm going to commit to you, I'm going to marry you, and I'm going to love you, and you're not going to go harlotting, harloting around. That's what it means. A harlot, like I explained in, in part one, yeah, a lot of people will say, oh, yeah, she, no, a harlot, if you're doing any type of that, to, that type of stuff, that's what you're doing. It's the same thing. So he's saying, look. It, because what, what's happening is anytime we anytime we're doing that, that's what we're doing. We're cheating on you know we cheat on God. We cheating on we 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 choosing less instead of God's best. You know, every time we every time we choose sin over God, that's what we're doing. We're cheating. Yeah, it, yeah. It's you know it's not like you're gonna be perfect, but that's that's what's happening. That's what's happening. So he's saying, look, I'm gonna be. You're not gonna go out with any other man. I'm gonna be your man. I'm, I'm a, what does he say? He says, uh, you shall stay with me many days. You shall not play the harlot. Because keep in mind, she was just going to, to different 
men staying with different, you know, just all over the place. And he was like, look, just come stay, just come stay in one place. How many of you guys got to the point where you, it, it might not even be with going from relationship to relationship. It can just be like, your mind is so busy. Like you can't stay with one place, in, in one place. You know, you can't stay with one person. You can't stay with one thing. You always got to do this. You always got to do that. It's like, once you're trying to get your life right, you go trying to do something else. You always got to do this. You always got to do that. So when it comes to like relationships, some of y'all just, you know, we, we just go bouncing around, bouncing around because it's like we don't want to deal with ourselves. And that's kind of like what a lot of people do. That's kind of what I feel like I was doing. I mean, I didn't have like, I was texting probably a lot of people. I wasn't having sex with them. But I got all these men in my phone and I'm messaging these men. And I don't even have time to deal with, with my actual self and work on myself because I'm, I'm, I'm messaging all of these men, you know, and they're talking about, oh, this, so that, oh, this, or that, taking me on dates, doing this stuff. I didn't have time to actually focus on what I need to feel like. I needed to focus on myself. I was a wreck, you know, so I was going around doing whatever. And when God was just telling me, hey, just be still, you know, just sometimes you just need to be still. So... In my case, when I talk about, let me go ahead and finish reading. So it says, "For the children of Israel shall abide many days without king, without king or prince, without sacrifice or sacred pillar, without ephod or teraphim. Afterward, the children of Israel shall return and seek the Lord their God and David their king. They shall fear the Lord and His goodness in the latter days." So, basically. So it says Israel will return to God. He's basically, it's, it's kind of them. Um, they're, he's making them, he's, he's showing them. He's showing them. So he's showing them a, an example. He's showing an example. Look, it says, I'm going I'm to go ahead and read this part so y'all can understand. So it says God's charge against Israel. Hear the word of the Lord. Look. You children of Israel, for the Lord brings a charge against the inhabitants of the land. There is no truth or mercy or knowledge of God in the land. By swearing and lying, killing and stealing, committing adultery, they break all restraints with bloodshed upon bloodshed. There the land will mourn, and everyone who dwells there will waste away, will waste away with the beasts of the field and the birds of the air. Even the fish of the sea will be taken away. Now let no man contend or rebuke another, for your people are like those who contend with the priests. Therefore you shall stumble in the day. The prophet also shall stumble with you in the night, and I will destroy your mother. My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Because you have rejected knowledge, I will also reject you from being priests for me. Because you have forgotten the law of your God, I will also I will forget your children. The more they increased, the more they sinned against me. Oh, that's oh, that's powerful right there. The more they increased, that's important. The more they sinned against me, I will charge their glory into shame. They eat up the sin of my people. They set their heart on their iniquity. Um, and it shall be like people, like priests. So I will punish them for their ways and reward for them. Their, uh, reward, reward them for their deeds, for they shall commit um harlotry but not increase because they have ceased obeying the lord oh my gosh like you can look at that it's not even just about harlotry 
it's not even just, it, there's a spirit it can, that you know that's kind of like prostitution but prostitution they're committing in the bible when you hear harlotry prostitution is 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 like adultery it's, it's, it's adultery it's all this different stuff being swayed back and forth but this is what israel was doing and they were going to be judged because they were in, they were growing they were increasing they were doing whatever they wanted to do and the lord rejected them you know what i mean so let's say um what does it say here i it was idolatry idolatry is one of the look the idolatry is putting anything that anything it's like anything before god anything putting something before god that's that's idolatry anything it's like putting up your relationship whatever it is so oftentimes we put money before god we put men you know before god uh we're putting all this different stuff before god and, and he's chasing after us and we're not even paying attention and so that's what this is what's happening you know this is this is what's happening they shall commit harlotry but not increase because they have ceased obeying the lord they didn't they didn't they stopped obeying god they stopped obeying God, meaning they're going to commit all this, you know, going back and forth, adultery. And adultery is not just having sex with somebody else's husband. No, it's putting any other idolatry, putting anything before God. Like, like, let's say you're getting your money now. You just forgot. Like, you forgot to give glory to God. You was just like, you know what? I didn't increase. I got whatever I was going to do in my, uh, in my life. So when I say spiritually, I was a prostitute, I'm saying spiritually, physically, I wasn't spiritually. I was, yes. Looking at my life that, um, I, you know, I was making money. I didn't have, I didn't have anything to worry about. Um, I had opportunities, everything. It was almost like I got like, God was silent in my life. You know, he was silent. He was silent. And I put up a wall. So it was like, yeah, you, I, I'm going to, no, no, no. You, you, you forgot what this was. You forgot what this was. You know what I mean? And so that's how, that was, that was my personality. I had everything. When I was 19, I was living on my own in my own apartment. Um, I could have whoever I wanted to come over. I had my pantry and my refrigerator was always full. Like I didn't have this issue where now I'm like running. I ain't never ran low, um, you know, until I started trusting God. Then that's when I started to run low. You know, you, you know, isn't that like an oxymoron when you actually start having faith, you start actually struggling through something when you challenge yourself to have faith. But when you, when you just doing whatever you got everything you need. It's like all the money, you happy and you doing whatever. That was me. I, I didn't have to, I was getting massages, nails done. I didn't have to ask nobody for nothing. And believe it or not, it was actually a bad quality for me at that time. Because I was, I had money. I mean, I didn't have to ask, I didn't ask nobody for nothing. I said, I'm never going to have to ask for nothing. And I went, but my attitude, you know, my, my, I was like, you know, I was so like ready to go all the time, you know, oh, I got to hurry up. I got to, you know, I got to do my, my attitude. And I told y'all, you know, I'm a, this, I'm this celebrity dancer. You know, I got all these opportunities. I was just, you know, I didn't realize how haughty, how, how haughty uh, of a spirit I had, you know? And, um, it wasn't that, no, I was, I still had a good heart. That's very important. I still gave to the 
I still gave uh, home to homeless people, all of that. that it, I was still humble in that way, but there was something that God, I didn't realize how so how busy, when I say halting, like how busy I was. When it came to God trying to speak to me, I was so busy. I was so busy. It was like, you know, hey, I just want a minute with you and you can't even give me a minute, you know? And so that was, yeah, that's what it was. I'm putting relationships before God. I'm putting, a man would come in my life. Oh, that was it. You know, it was like God just, disappear at that when in that time when a man would come in my life it was like I, I didn't read the bible anymore I didn't have my alone time I didn't have my like nothing I just stopped completely everything and yeah I that was an idol that was an idol so now yeah no I, I, I've learned my like I've learned like I'm not no if if a, if a guy you know when a, a guy comes in my life like I don't stop what I'm doing because I'm in love or whatever. Like, no, I still, God has to be in my relationship. That's very important now. But then it wasn't like that. It was like, you know, you meet somebody, you going out with them all the time. You don't even, you don't even, it's, you know, I wasn't even spending the time that I would spend, like doing stuff and, and praying and crying out to God, like how I'm doing now. I wasn't doing all of that. I was too busy at the movies. The, the I was somewhere, somewhere doing something busy, rehearsals. I was so busy and my spirit was so halty when it came to being busy, you know, like, oh, I got to hurry up and go. I got to hurry. I was always running around, running around, running around. I never wanted to sit and do anything. So believe it or not, that's what he's saying. That's what he's saying. When I say spiritually, I was a harlot. I'm not saying, yeah, well, you can on both sides. Yes. When it comes to, to men. You know, no, I wasn't a sex worker. But when it came to the idolatry in my heart, I was whoring around. This is what a harlot is. It's a person who is went cas casually talking to multiple men or women, because a man can be one too. And they're, they're, it's like they would say whoring around. Spiritually, I was whoring around. I was dabbling in, I'm putting a, this relationship as an idol. I'm putting my uh, opportunity as an idol. I'm putting my career as an idol. And God wasn't nowhere to be. God was there, but it's like I just shut him off. And I didn't have no time. So, yeah, I was. that was who I was. This is what I'm explaining. This is my story. So, um, allowing somebody like, this is like God coming in trying to love you. You can't accept that. You ain't, you want to be busy all the time because you can't, you, you don't want somebody to love you. You scared. And I talked about that in, in the part one. You, so many people, y'all run around and do stuff. You, you run from your feelings and you run from, because you're scared to actually sit down and deal with yourself. I used to be so afraid of that because I was so afraid of what was going to come out. And I'm so glad I sat and dealt with myself and it was hard to deal with. It was hard to sit and look myself in the face and deal with my issues and say, I am the issue. I have this issue. I have this issue. Like, even though I, even when I, when I hated men, well, I, I don't want to say I hated them, but because keep in mind, I had male friends in my life, so I didn't like just hate men, but I realized that I, the, the, the stuff that I went through with men I knew that if I got married, like I, I was, I was not gonna be ready. I was not gonna be ready. So I asked God. I said, God, teach me submission and humility. That's what I asked God to. Every time I asked God to teach me a lesson, 
I went through something. When I asked him to teach me humil- uh, submission and humility, I ended up having to deal with people, uh, horrible people in the workplace. I ended up having to live with families and stuff that that was like not easy to live with. I had to. I asked him to teach me a lesson, and it was so hard because I had to deal with these people and learn how to shut up, or learn how to like humble myself in situations where I knew I was right. That's very important. Even when when I had to hum- learn how to humble myself. Even when I was, I knew I wasn't wrong. There were situations where I could have went off on some people. I'm straight. I'm being straight up. See, I know I was right. I could have went off, but I humble myself. That's that's what humility is. Humility is allowing yourself to be in a marriage. It's allowing yourself to be the, the weaker, the the vessel that's not talking, the vessel that's not leading. That's what they call. It. They call it the weaker vessel. It's not that you're weak. You're you're saying, you know what? I'm gonna submit under you. I'm gonna submit. I'm, I'm submitting myself. I'm humbling myself. That's what submission is. You're humbling yourself. So in a marriage, a lot of people say, well, you know, I'm not weak. Da, da, da. No, it's not that. You're allowing your husband to lead. You're allowing him to lead you. You can lead. You probably, you 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 know what you're doing too. But it's like, you know, you say, no, hey, I'm going to let you go. You go first. That's that's what humbling yourself is. You go first. You know, submitting yourself. Like, you, you go ahead and go first. I'll wait here. You know, and you go first. I'll go. I'll come behind you. I'll come behind you. You know, or um, yeah, I don't really, I don't really know why were you doing that. You know what? Or hey, let's say your husband or wife, your husband, because you know you're married. Your husband says, um, you know, you you try to figure out something somewhere to eat. You might want to eat here. You might. He said, you know what? Let's go eat here because you know, I haven't had this in a while. And sometimes, and, and you say, oh, you know what? Okay. And sometimes hum- humbling yourself and submitting is, it also says in the Bible, it says, you know, wives submit unto your husband, but it also says submit unto each other. Y'all don't read that verse. Nobody don't want to read that verse. I teach on that verse. It says submit unto each other. Cause there might be a time where the wife might be trying to tell the husband something and it might actually be, he, she might be right. Like, hey, you know, I saw this dream of something and something ain't right. He might be going another way. God might lead him to actually listen to his wife and y'all go that way rather than go that way. So God had to teach me how to deal with this very difficult personality. That was the hardest thing, dealing with people that were so annoying and like they were so pompous and they were so like mean, you know, and I had to learn how to, I still talked, but I ain't, I didn't I didn't do what I would actually do. I didn't I didn't go off how I would usually go off. So I learned how to do that. So anyway, getting back to getting back to what we're talking about. Um, basically, what happened was he bought her he bought her for for fifteen shekels. So he bought her. This is a person who was running, 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 running. All these different men, adulterer. You understand what I'm saying? Like, why would somebody buy somebody like that? That's what you would think. Why would somebody buy somebody like that? And they running around doing it. Because keep in mind, she wasn't faithful. It's like you get with somebody that always cheating. You get with somebody, let's say you get in a relationship and all they was doing was cheating or, or with five, six people before they got with you. It's going to be very hard when they get with you. It's going to be very hard for them to be faithful. If they ain't practice trying to be with one person or practice trying, it's going to be very hard for them. They they probably can, 
but it's gonna be very hard for them. You understand? So you might have he was having he was having issues with this woman. So he got with this woman and he was having issues, and this was a representation of how God kept trying to get them to be faithful, and they kept on they would they couldn't be faithful. Israel was 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 doing all this stuff. That's what he was trying to say. They could he's saying, This is how you are. You are like the harlot that can't be faithful because they ain't never practiced how to be faithful. Some of y'all want to get married and you ain't never tried to stick in one stay in one relationship. Like you ain't tried to stay with one person. You ain't tried to have sex with just one person. And y'all want to some of y'all want to get married. It's okay to get married. I'm talking and it's a lot of women. Y'all, y'all, you ain't never you ain't went one week without having sex, some of y'all. Two weeks without having sex. And not even a month. Some of y'all can't even go two months. And y'all, and, and you you wanna, you you haven't you ain't practiced nothing yet. You you gotta practice something. You have to work on that. You have to build that. Cause what's gonna, he was having problems with this person. This person, he got with this Harley. Keep in mind, this is a faithful man. So imagine somebody who, it's like me having a friend and this friend is promiscuous and every time a man come around this friend got to talk to this man because they promiscuous i know what i was i knew i'm going i know i'm gonna have problems with this friend because i see i see who she is it's the same thing he was having problems with this person and god said go back <laughs> go back and get this don't leave this person go back and get her again go back and get he kept telling her go back and get her again Go back, go back, go back. You know what this person is doing. You, I want you to go back because eventually, this this person is is going to this person is going to see what I see. You understand? So that was like God chasing me, uh, back and forth <laughs> when he was when he was in my life, and I I wouldn't I didn't want to I didn't want to hear it. You understand? Because I'm too busy all in my stuff, and God was trying to. He was trying to, uh, he was trying to show me that same love. He was trying to, you know, he was, he, it was the same thing. It was, that's what I'm saying. I was this harlot. I was this harlot. This is who I was. This was, this was God trying to win me over, you know, and, and trying to win somebody over who, who used to being busy all the time, who got trust issues all the time, who's saying, you know, no, don't love me. Leave me alone. Why do you want to, you know, can you imagine dealing with somebody like that? Leave me alone. Leave me alone. Leave me alone. I don't want you to love me. I don't trust you. Da, 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 da. And they going off all the time. And God telling you to keep going back and loving them. That's what was happening right here. That's what was happening right here. Because that was God keep coming back. God, like, he keep loving us unconditionally. He, We just did this. He's still coming back. He's still coming back. He's still coming back. So, yeah, I'm, I'm going to get into, like, the, the um, you know, on the other side of my story of the hardest tale, the bargaining. You know, I told y'all I was so used to being sold. Somebody selling me for selling money, putting me on a putting me, that's something else. Putting me on a witch altar. Some of y'all. These witches, they be hating on me, they go pay somebody a witch or somebody and put me on the altar. I was all that's always happening to me. Something like that. And so it's like, how do you even how do you trust uh, a person if you're constantly always being bargained or always being sold? And when you go and try to trust somebody. You always being sold. You're being hand over to the next person. You're being passed over to the next person. Like you know, with I told you guys the situation with the guy who um who didn't know that he was putting all this, these pictures and stuff hidden in these little hidden forums. 
you passing me to all these people. You understand? You 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 putting a price and you saying, oh yeah, you can take this, you can take this, you can take this, and you don't see the damage that that's doing to that person. You know what I mean? You don't see the damage. You know, my dad being this person who, um, you know, my dad being this person who who did that to other women. You know, and me as a child trying to do that to me, I was always being sold and bargained. So if you're always being sold and bargained and every time you trust somebody, they, they setting you up or they saying, you know what? Yeah, you can have her. Uh, and you, you why, how, why would you think that you would be quality at that point? Why do you think some of these women who are in sex work, why do you think they stay in it all day life? Because you know why they stay in this? Because they don't see value in themselves. They don't see value in themselves the way God sees value in them. Like, that's why, you know, I've talked to sex workers and I've like, they do this stuff. They don't want to do this stuff. Some of them, they don't see value. They didn't did all this stuff. So when it's time to actually be faithful or do something, they can't. They can't. You know what I mean? They can't. And the reason why they can't is because they've they're always being passed around. They're always they're always being passed around. Lately, you guys, I don't know my podcast, but lately I've been having uh, these specific um, you know stalkers trying to get into my web um, or whatever. It's, yeah, it's been crazy. So if y'all hear me pause, it's just I'm seeing I'm seeing I'm just seeing some stuff. So yeah, it's been a lot of stuff. Uh, going on with that trying to listen in and all this stuff it's really i just really pray for their souls to be honest but um because it, it's really sad but um what i was gonna say is you guys have to you have to look at that you know what i mean you have to look you have to look at that you have to look at that because you could be um that could be you running around. God is trying to tell you something. He's trying to give you a chance. You know what I mean? He's trying to, he's constantly coming back because he's saying, you know what? I love you. I'm not going to let you go. I'm not going to stop. I'm not, as much as you fight me, as much as you don't want this to happen, I'm going to make this happen. I'm going to, and, and that's how you know when, when a person really loves you, you know, that's how you know, because they don't give up on you. They don't stop. So many people stop. After that, you hurt them and you piss them off, they're back to uh, not liking you. You know what I mean? They give up on you. So God, a lot of these people stay in this stuff because they don't see value in themselves. They don't see value in themselves, you know? And this is what they do. They do this because they don't, they, you, they have been passed around anyway. So why, why get married? Why be faithful to somebody if, if this is what I've been doing all my life? Why be faithful to somebody if nobody's going to love me? Why be faithful to somebody if I don't know how to love, you know? So, yeah. Why be, why be faithful to somebody because of that? So, yeah, you guys. What are you putting before God? What are you putting before God? What are y'all putting before God? What is it that you are too busy to do? You know, that is becoming an idol in your life over what you over what God wants you to do. That's important. You know, what is what is becoming
becoming an idol in your life? What is it? So that's what that's what you guys need to look at in this time. You know, he was speaking to Israel. He was saying, you know, hey, hey, come, you know, I'm he God is, you know, we're married to God. You know, it's a covenant. So when we walk out of our covenant, we don't we're committing idolatry with other gods. That's, you know, that's adultery. You understand what I'm saying? And that's what Israel was doing. So God got Hosea to, to get with an adulterous woman to show a representation of how that adulterous woman wasn't going to be faithful. You understand what I'm saying? Wasn't, wasn't going to uh, be faithful at the beginning. And then eventually she began to learn. She began to say, okay, you know what? She had to learn. So how many of us, you know, we want to be, y'all want to be faithful. You want to be married one day, but what are you practicing now? What are you practicing? What are you practicing now to, to do that? What are you doing now to, to do that? You know, how are you? And, and that's something the Lord showed me. The Lord revealed to me that he was teaching me faithfulness, faithfulness, faithfulness faithfulness that was something else that he was that he spoke to me he said infidelity he said he said infidelity one time I was um I was uh laying down I remember after the after I prayed I was living from you know house to house and I was laying down and God spoke to me and he said infidelity and I said what and he said um he said you're you're uh you're Basically, you're cheating on me. He told me, he said, I'm just cheating on him. And I said, how am I cheating on you? What am I doing? He was like, you're worrying. You're worrying about what's going to happen in the past, in the, in the future. You're worrying about, you know, you're, you're, you're constantly worrying about this guy or this or that. And he was like, I need you to show me faithfulness. I need you. And God taught me faithfulness. He, he taught me. And I, at that time, Anytime I was I was learning something or God was teaching me something, He was teaching me a new. Uh, he was um, I was learning and being pruned in a new fruit of the spirit. That's what was happening. So y'all notice He'll tolerance, self control, long suffering, uh, patience, which is long suffering, um, faithfulness. Y'all see what I'm saying? So God was telling me He was, and I was like, How you're you're always worrying. Your mind is always somewhere else. Can't you just rest and just think about me one one moment of the day? You're always in a you're always going back and forth. So that's what was going on with me. You know what I'm saying? So this is when I talk about my lifestyle, a harlot's tale. <laughs> this is what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying. This this and you can it can this can be a dual message. I was a harlot. This is who I was spiritually before I was faithful and I was I was God's bride. I was a harlot. And all of you guys can say, you can look back and say, I was a harlot. I wasn't always faithful to God. I didn't always like, yeah, no, I, I wasn't. I was too busy running after an opportunity or whatever next, the next thing. I was a harlot. That is what the heart, that is what this is about. That is what this is about. Yes, you're gonna hear my story. You're gonna hear where I come from, where I started off, but that's not just, it's not just that. I'm, I'm trying to tell you my testimony of how God delivered me from, from certain things, how God took me through 
deliver me from lust, deliver me from all these different things. This is what I'm talking about in this situation. My life, I had a, a generational curse of prostitution, har uh, harlotry, like actually in the physical realm. That was where a lot of the stuff kind of, it was a generational curse that sold in. Yes, so I could have been a natural person that, that was known to go and do whatever. You understand what I'm saying? And in my spiritual life, that was something that the enemy also wanted to continue to, um, you know, stay in as God wanted faith. God wanted faithfulness for me. So if you come from a background where they're not faithful, you come from a, 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 a family where they're not faithful, they don't, they're doing whatever they want to do. You know what I mean? How do you, how are you learning? How do you learn how to be faithful to someone? How do you learn that? How do you learn if you don't trust anybody? How do you learn that? So God had to teach me that. And he started, to, he taught me through, through my spiritual walk, you know, through my spiritual walk. He taught me how to depend on him. He taught me how to not worry about tomorrow because I had an issue with worrying. Worry, worry, worry. One of my uh, cousins told me he worried so much he ended up getting cancer, a skin cancer, you know? And he almost died because he was just sitting there worrying, 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 worrying. That's Worrying will kill you, you know, if you're always worrying about the next thing. So my thing is, this was my lifestyle. This is where I'm coming to you guys today. Yeah, you're going to hear the different things I've gotten delivered from. Um, and most of the different things I've talked about what the Lord delivered me from. I talked about, you know, that type of spirit that comes from like the marine kingdom, the water kingdom, you know, the, the lust, that's where that comes from. And yeah, God delivered me from that. He delivered me from, from that, um, that bandmate. Yes. You know, and that's why I'm really careful too. Usually like you, if you guys see me doing a, you know, a beauty shoot or something like that, I love the beauty shoots. I, I love, I love doing makeup and different things like that but i have to be careful <laughs> you know i have to be careful um also not to be consumed and it's like it's like when you're acting not to be consumed in a character you know usually when i do a, a shoot or something i i wipe off my makeup you know i take everything off i'll probably go a day i'll go you know the next day no makeup on or if i'm doing a video or something like that i'm, I'm back into my zone again you know what I mean? Because that's going to be always something that I have to continue to prune myself out, prune myself out, prune myself out, because that's a, that's a lifestyle that I came from. You know, that's the lifestyle of vanity, of lust. That's where I, I came from. And hey, it's not saying that I can't do beauty shoots or, you know, little different, uh, what is it, campaigns and stuff. Yeah, I can do that. But I have to continue to also prune and renew my mind. That's very, very important when I'm doing uh, things like that. That's very, very important. So I have to, I, that's why, you know, you'll see me, I might be dressed up and then you'll see me playing. You'll see me maybe dressed and you'll see me playing. And it's not that, oh, I want to look, you know, yeah, sometimes I don't, I, and I got to the point, I've never got to that point. I used to put on makeup every single day. Every single day I would put on makeup around this time, you know. Uh, when God was dealing with me around this time, I would put on makeup every day. I got I got to the point where I was I was so like I was living with the family. I wasn't even going anywhere. I would put on my makeup just to get up and and go in a living room. That's how crazy it was. You know, usually some days you'll see me. You'll like probably see me put on makeup. You know, or uh, you guys will probably see me online with makeup on. Um, 
and some days you won't see me online with makeup on, you know. And but it was I, every it was a routine. This was a part of my routine. Like I wash my face every day and night. How that's a routine. This was a routine, and so this is what I did every day. You know, now I, I got I get to the point where I'm like, oh my god, I am I'm like, oh my god, oh my goodness. Um, I went, I'm ready to take this makeup off my face. Like that's how I am now. I'm like I'm ready to get this off of my face because it's just you know this is a this is a character for me. It's a character for me. It's a it's a role. It's like when you well when you put on makeup for me, I like makeup. I do, but makeup the makeup when it becomes vanity it consumes you. It it almost it consumes you. You're putting on this uh, mask. You know, you're putting on this, this uh, like, let's say you're going to a party, you're putting on this look. So in theater, we used to have dramatic makeup we used to wear. We used to have to do our makeup for like the performance, the performances and stuff. You're putting on this role, you know, like if I get up and put on makeup, some days I just put on a little bit light makeup. You know, I put on a little bit light makeup, uh, maybe just a mascara. But if I do like a lashes, like or like a whole, the whole thing, it's like I'm either doing a, sometimes I, can, I might be doing a video uh, I might be doing like a, you know, like a little commercial or something like that. It's, it's for some type of marketing, you know, but other than that, I don't really wear it. Like I used to wear it all the time. I don't really wear it like that. And I actually like that better. So I had, God had to really deliver me from a lot of stuff. Vanity, vanity, you don't see vanity. I remember seeing vanity, that spirit manifest in a woman, um, she was on a, a train and she had on, it looked beautiful, beautiful face. She had on makeup and she was, but it's not just about makeup. That's not what vanity is, but beautiful woman. And I saw her when I looked at her, she was looking at herself in the glass, in the shadow, like in the, in the window. And she was, she was almost uh, reacting to herself, like as if somebody else was there. Like she was like looking at herself and she was like, you know, I don't think she realized she was doing it, but she was looking in the glass and she was like looking at herself like, you know, it looked like some something else was talking to her. That's what it looked like. And nobody was there. And I was like, wow, she, this is, it, it started, I saw, I saw it, you know, I saw it. I saw the, the thing. I saw the, the, I saw it, you know, and then she went kind of back to, it, it went, it was going in and out. She kind of went back to herself. So, um, I mean, I play around and stuff like that too. So, but she wasn't playing. It was just, it was, it was like, she wasn't talking to anybody. She wasn't having a conversation. It just kind of came out. And I guess God wanted me to see it. You know, he wanted me to see it. So yeah, God had to deliver me from a lie, from a lie, you know? And, um, it, it, it was, it's a lot. It's, there's a lot of things that people have tried to put on me. Like people have tried to put in the insanity, you know, where to try to get me to go out of my mind uh, because they were jealous. You know, witches like to do that a lot. Uh, witches also like to feed from your spirit and take your spirit. You know, they like to uh, do that because um, they want to to be, you know, beautiful. They need, they want to take that their spirit so that and you you start to see them. You'll start to see that. You'll start to see their face change. You know, you'll see their face, and then all of a sudden they'll change, and they do makeup, and they look one way, and then without they look a different. You'll you'll see you'll see you know when somebody's being used, because you'll see a change in their face. I've prayed for people, and they've gotten deliverance from demons or different spirits, and I've seen their face manifest. Their face, the whole face will change back 
to the way they look or it'll manifest something you'll see it in their face so um and i'm not saying that because it's the same thing with me you see people they'll throw up you know i've gotten delivered while i was at a church praise dancing and i threw up you know so it's 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 not nothing to be embarrassed about it's like god can uh deliver you you know and and you can you can change and you can heal so what are you putting what in your life are you putting before god what in your life are you putting before god that that's what that's what you got to ask yourself you know what in your life are you putting um, before God? And how can you, how, what can you do to take the steps to work on faithfulness? This is what this about is about. Notice you guys, notice every podcast, there's always a lesson. There's always something that I'm talking about. Singles and celibacy is teaching you discipline, self-control, and discipline. Um, you, y'all notice that it's teaching you discipline. Um, what is it? Uh, this is is about faithfulness. This is what this is about: being faithful, faithfulness, and how God had to teach me faithfulness through the things that I was going through. Um, you know, self-control and faithfulness. It was really faithfulness. Can I can I be faithful to God first before I'm faithful to a spouse? You know, can I be can I be faithful to to God, to God first. Can I submit to God first? If I couldn't, I couldn't, I wasn't submitted to no man. I wasn't submitted to, to, uh, I wasn't submitted to literally anything. You know, you understand what I, I, I was, I was 19, had my own job. I didn't have to listen to anybody. And then God was like, well, no, you have to, you need to listen to me. I'm going to lead you. So how was I supposed to be ready to get married if I didn't even know how, if I wouldn't even submit it to really God? You get what I'm saying? Like, that that's that's the test. Can you submit to what God is telling you to do in your life? That's the faithfulness. This is about faithfulness. This is going to teach y'all, I mean, this is a hardest tale. It's a deeper story. It's a deeper story than this. Because we've all been harlots. I'm just saying, we, I'm be completely authentic. All of you, each and every one of you, and that's that's what this is about. That's what this is about. So this person, God loved Israel. He loves he loves Israel, but Israel didn't love him. Can you imagine being with somebody that love you that you that love you and you don't love them back? You don't love them back and they love you and you don't love. Can you imagine being like imagine? Because I know some of y'all went through it. Being in a relationship when you love that person and they don't love you. They don't, they, you know they don't love you. They might pretend to love you, but they don't love you. They going out, they with you, they slipping out. They got five, three, four other people that they messing with and you. Can you imagine? And all you want from them is them to just be there with you and they can't, they gotta move, 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 move. That's, that's what it is. That's what it is. So, this is about faithfulness. Can, can you, are you faithful to God? Like, with your lifestyle? You know what I mean? With your, with your mind? Is your mind wandering on all this different stuff? Or is it, it, are you faithful to God? You know, are you faithful in obedience to what he's telling you to do? 
if somebody come in your life, are you going to change? Let's say you get married or you get that engaged. Is, are you going to stop doing what you were already doing for God? Like, are you going to just put that man or that woman first? Or are you going to keep God in your life? That's going to be the test. Because that's what Israel did. Israel got all this. They got increased. What did they say in the Bible? They got increased and they forgot about God when they got increased. They got that big $10,000, $10,000, dollars $20,000 check in the mail y'all done got from income tax and they didn't forgot about God. They didn't went out and got all this stuff and went out of town. They, they didn't forgot. They, they forgot. They forgot when they got that money. They forgot. So what are you going to do when you get everything you ever wanted? What are you going to do when you get your fairy tale? I'm speaking, to, I'm speaking to everybody and myself too. What are you going to do? Are you going to forget about God? Because some of your, some people are only, you seeking God now because you need something from him. But if you didn't need nothing from him, you wouldn't be seeking him. You seeking him because you need something from him. Once you got your money and everything's back on point, are you still going to be seeking God? That's the question. That's going to show if you're faithful or not. When that husband or you get into that relationship, when they mess up, when they cheat on you, or when they mess up, are you are you going are you what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? Are you gonna go back out and do the same thing, or are you gonna go back for him? Like God made him go back. He said, "Yeah, she's a harlot. This is what she used to. This is because she ain't learned nothing yet. This is what I'm trying to tell you. Y'all want to get into these." marriages and stuff you got to prepare yourself that's why i'm doing these podcasts i'm not just talking to myself like you got to prepare yourself if you're not used to being faithful to one thing or one person you're not going to be faithful you got to learn you practice faithfulness you don't have to get into a relationship at the relationship to, to learn faithfulness no if anything you keep yourself single if anything that's what you do you keep yourself single and you and you you learn it through your life different things that you're faithful to. What did, what did you do? What, what are you, are you faithful to your, your diet? Are you faithful to your, your workout plan? Are you faithful to uh, your task or what you're supposed to do? Are you faithful to getting up and taking a bath every morning? You know? That's what you need to, that's how you practice faithfulness. Some of y'all just be hopping in a bunch of relationships because you're trying to test and try everything out. That ain't, you're not learning faithfulness. You, how are you going to learn to be faithful with one thing if you always got to run around to the next thing all the time? You're not going to learn faithfulness like that. That's why God had me sit there. Yeah, I ain't making, I'm going to be honest, it wasn't, I wasn't in an official relationship. Yeah, I probably had a little something on the side. But there was a period of time where I didn't. I didn't. They wanted to be official and I said no. And yeah, I can look at it and I can say, yeah, I was, you know, single all this time. And, you know, whoever tried, wanted to talk to me, I talked to them. So, yeah, even in that time, I had to ask myself, was I being faithful to God? Was I being complete? Was I really being faithful? You know what I mean? That's important. Faithfulness is it's not about how you going to what you got to do with each and every person no it's what you do when you got one thing in your life and you have the opportunities to go slip out and to go try everything else what are you going to do what you going to do if god said this is the husband or wife for you and you got all these women in your phone and you know you can have sex with all these women you got it like that 
and, and but you know this one person is for you, but you and you know y'all gonna get married. But you, but you got all these other opportunities. Like, what do you do? Are you practicing faithfulness now, or are you gonna wait until you get with that one person? No, cause look what happened with the harlot. She literally, when she got with him, she was talking to him. She was running around still. That's what I'm saying. She was, she, she didn't, she didn't practice. She didn't, she didn't prepare herself. He had to. He said, "Look, uh, I'm, a, I'm gonna be. Look, this is what we're gonna do. I'm marrying you now." You're going to stay. This is where you're going to stay. You're going to stay with me now. I, I, you're not going to go out and do all this stuff. We're going to be together. It's going to be me and it's going to be you. It, it, and that's going to be it. You know, it's like you, you it's like you having to tell somebody, hey, just, just can you just chill? Like, let's, let, it's just going to be me and you now. You don't have to go out with these other women. You don't got to go with these, with these other uh, men no more for sex. Like, I, I'm, I'm just going to, I'm going to be the person that's going to give you sex. Okay. I'm going to be the main person that's going to give you sex. I'm going to cook for you. I'm going to take care of your bills. I'm going to do all this stuff for you. This woman was not used to this. You understand what I'm saying? She, she was used to getting this from all other type of men. She was not used to getting this from one man. So can you imagine one man coming to you saying, I'm going to give you all this. Don't go, don't go talking to no other men. It's just going to be me and you. That's like, that's somebody marrying you, telling them you want, and you ain't, you're not ready for that. Some of y'all not ready for that. You're not ready for that. So that one person come in your life, you blow it, and you you say, well, you know what? I'ma just wait. I gotta wait. I got cause I, I got I gotta keep. I gotta go around. I gotta talk to this. I, da, 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 da. Cause you cause you haven't practiced the faithfulness. Y'all ain't sit. You need somebody that you need somebody to sit there and tell you, look, this we just stop, stop. I I want you. This this is what we're gonna do. Okay. I, because and some people need that person in their life that love them like that. They need that one person in their life that love them that's gonna tell them, look, you don't just stop, okay? Let's just stop playing. We're gonna do this. Chill, relax. I got you. You might have what I need, and I might have what you need, and we gonna work together. Cause I, cause either way it go, we we both need we we need we. God is doing something with both of us. It's like that. It's like that. So when you're not used to, you used to, like me, I'm used to worrying all the time. I used to be worried all the time. Oh, this, 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 God, this, this, this. And then that's like somebody coming in my life and saying, you don't have to worry no more. I, I'm going to do this. I'm going to take care of 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 this. I'm going to pay this. I'm going to pay this. I'm going to pay this. Listen, I'm going to pay this. I'm going to pay. And I'm used to either paying or worrying about it. And that's like somebody coming to my life saying, oh, I'm going to do this, do this. And I'm not used to that. I'm like, what? I mean, I'm used to cleaning up. I, that's like, look at me. I got a broom. I have a broom now. I'm, I'm using a broom. That's like me getting one of the robot things that's sliding around and I ain't cleaning up no more. And that, that's what it is. That's what it is. That's what it is. I'm not used to, I'm used to doing everything myself. I'm used to slipping out, or let, this is an example, and doing whatever I want, and God is coming in and saying, sit down. <laughs> sit down, sit down, let me do it. Can, can you imagine, like, something, some, I'm telling you, y'all not used to that. I, I, I ain't, it's, I, look, I'm, I'm trying to tell y'all. The type of, God revealed to me, he said, the type of love that my husband was going to give me, like, he, he told me, he said, he said, 
you ain't gonna you gonna you gonna you gonna you gonna be like you you gonna be so confused because you're not gonna be you're not it's like you're gonna be you see I'm stuttering he was like you're gonna be like that because you're gonna be like what the heck is going on because you're not gonna be used to that you're not gonna get mad you know you're not gonna I'm gonna be prepared that's this is important I'm going to be prepared for it though because I've I've worked on hey faithfulness you know what I mean loyalty God is prepared. He God showed me how to submit. He taught me how to submit in my singleness to submit. So I'm gonna know how to submit to the guy. So when when a person come in and start wooing me and buying me stuff that ain't no person ever buy me and doing this stuff, I'm gonna say, oh, oh, that's what we doing. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna be able to be happy and not question and say, uh, uh-uh, uh, why you getting me this? You know we could have spent this on something else. You know how y'all women be? He get you a new bag. You know the kids needed some clothes. God ain't asking if the kids needed some clothes. The man trying to get you something nice and you complaining at him. You see what I'm saying? Some of y'all not ready for that. You're going to be bickering the whole time about something else and you're not going to accept that. You're not going to accept. <laughs> you're not going to accept <laughs> what God is trying to do. I'm laughing at the situation, but I can't say it on here. It was, a, it was a couple that I did. <laughs> and uh, it was funny. That was, you know, it's married couple. It was, that was cute. But yeah, uh, it just had me laughing. You know, the funny thing is, uh, they were my age when they had first got married. Like it, it was, it, but and I was way younger. But it was something that happened. It was, it was, it was just funny. And it reminded me of. Uh, <laughs> it, it reminded. Me. He got he got her something, and she was like, "I didn't want that." <laughs> like I wanted this so it was it was it was uh it was I love them you know <laughs> but I just laugh at a lot of situations that uh you know different things I've learned from like married couples and I've seen it, it, it had me laughing so yeah I'm prepared to accept the love yeah it's gonna be overwhelming because I'm not gonna be used to it, but you know what in the past I probably would have messed it up I, I would have ah, you know leave me alone <laughs> And like purposely tried to chase the person away. I mean, now I'm not saying I'm doing that, but I'm just trying to understand. You know, I'm trying to understand a lot. Of, uh, I don't know. It's it's like somebody comes in and does all this stuff that you're not used to, and they're you know, you ain't used to that because nobody else gave you that. You know what I mean? No other guy. Like you're used to being past and people treating you betraying you all this stuff so somebody actually comes in and loves you and 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 actually tend uh tends to you you're not used to that you know what i mean so it's like it, it's like oh my god you know like you know i i know i'm a queen but you actually treat me like one y'all get what i'm saying it's like i know i you know I, i've been waiting for this my whole life i mean you i've been dealing with these peasants and you come in sweep me away Y'all, y'all understand? It's like, it's like you're like, oh goodness. Okay, yes, yeah, yeah, yes. So, so that's what I'm saying. You know, that's what I'm saying. I, I've been, you've been dealing with a bunch of, you know, a, a bunch of uh, hillbillies all the whole time. So, when a king actually approaches you, you start questioning him because you, you try to make sure that that's what it is. That's what you do when you, you ain't prepared. You know what I mean? Or, hey, hey, it's not even that. That's what you do when you're scared. You know, you're scared. You're scared. But what are you doing in your life now to practice faithfulness? Faithfulness. 
that's important, faithfulness. What are you doing to uh, to work on that? Because that's going to be, that's important. That's that's important. That's important for your, your new person, your marriage, whatever your job. Like, some of y'all be rolling in late. Oh, I'm sorry. You know, I was in traffic. Y'all know y'all wasn't in no traffic. Y'all just be rolling in late. You don't get up on time. I'm, I'm talking to I, I was the same way. So, what are you doing? Your workout routine. Give it, give it everything you got. Be faithful to little and God is going to bless you with much. Be faithful to that one thing that you were supposed to be faithful to. Don't rush. Be, just be faithful to that and you'll see it grow. You'll see that grow. So, I love you guys. And this was this was uh, part two. This was part two. Bargain for gain. Okay, bargain, bargain for gain. And sometimes you bargain, even though I was bargained by all of these different people, at the end, I ended up gaining. God ended up switching my story around, you know, and it, it taught me something. It, he can't, it taught me something. And you know what? It taught me something about love. It, it taught me to really be able to recognize and see, you know, recognize and actually see love for, for what it really was. You know, because I wouldn't be able to appreciate love if I didn't have like that hurt. I wouldn't, I don't think I would. I would have took it for granted. I wouldn't be able to really appreciate it to like, when I really saw it, I wouldn't be able to appreciate it, especially if I didn't heal. So, Many people gained off of me, off of bargaining me. They did gain. They got you money. They bargained me and got money for it. But at the end of the day, God also showed me something in my situation. He taught me something as well. You know, he taught me something. So think about that. Take this and, and meditate on it. You listen to it over and if you got to listen to it two times over again, share it like whatever y'all want to do. Um, and... Just think about faithfulness. Faithfulness. I'm challenging, I'm challenging. Notice I challenge you guys when it comes to the fruit and your character. That's what this is about. Building your character. Thinking about stuff that you wouldn't necessarily think about. This is not a judgmental platform. Like, it's not, you know, it's a lot of people that listen to me. I have enemies that listen to me. People that do some crazy stuff. Probably praying spells on altars and stuff. They still listen to me. You know what I mean? I don't kick you out. You're still on here. So my thing is, um, I feel like everybody can change. Everybody can learn from, from something. I learn from people too. So take this. Use it. Take this information and, and learn from it. You know what I mean? Take, take my story and learn from my story. You know, maybe you might tell somebody, you might end up mentoring somebody, and you might tell them something that I, my experience, something I went through, and they might help them because they might be going through the same thing. So take it and use it wisely. You know, don't just listen to this and be like, okay, I just, this is, no, actually take it and make a change in your life and ask yourself, you know what, what am I doing? 
Am I am I showing God faithfulness? It's not about doing a religious act every day. It's not about getting up, praying or whatever. You can take uh you can take one a second, five minutes, just to sit there in silence and say, you know what, just sit there and think. Thank you, Lord. Or thinking about your life. Whatever, however you decide to pray. A lot of people are in other religions. Y'all do all this, you know, we got Muslims on here. Um, I got all Catholics on here. It's, there's so many other types of religions. So trust me, I'm not, you know, we got people that's into astrology on here too. You know, so I'm not judging none of y'all. I'm, I'm not. I'm just telling you, I'm giving y'all the dangers and the warnings of what, what you do when you, when you, um, you know, intertwine certain things. And I'm just teaching y'all. But there's a lot of people uh, that listen to me. And if you're in training and this is, you know, you're in the kingdom gatekeeping of a series and you're going through training and you're going through these plot, like, you need to listen to this type of stuff. If I'm warning you about something, think about it. Because if you if you trying to do, hey, I want to be all in with God, you got to let go of that other stuff. You can't just be coming in with both because it's, it's dangerous, especially when you connect into to this, to this ministry. You know, it's like you playing with fire, playing around with all that. So, um... Think about it. Think about this and yeah, and take and take it with you. Take it with you. All right, you guys. Well, I will talk to you on part three. I love you guys and bye bye.